the 401 episode 27. It is Friday, April 3rd. Everyone's on lockdown now. We're here to bring you a little bit of entertainment while we're all stuck inside. Just some quick news. The 401 is now part of Daily Fantasy Fire. Uh, we've changed our name to kind of represent more of what we, uh, what kind of content we're going to be bringing you. So follow along. Daily Fantasy Fire is the team we have joined. You can follow them at Daily Fantasy Fire on Twitter. You can visit their website at dailyfantasyfire.com. We're going to be putting out a lot of content there, putting out some blogs, myself, Nick included. We're going to be writing some stuff for them, just some fun stuff. Keep the 401 brand going. Keep pumping out more content to you guys. Of course, don't forget to follow us at 401pod, myself at Tanner Ward 7 and the rest of the Daily Fantasy Fire crew. I'm going to put those names in the, pod, in the podcast description, so check those out. With all that, I am your co-host, Tanner Ward. Alongside me, as always, Mr. Nick Dushkit. And Nick, you have a special guest to introduce. Oh boy, do I. It is my pleasure to introduce you to the dick-slapping, tally-whacking softball player, an All-American aptonite, Mr. Fixer Up, and my friend, Mr. Eric Hager. Eric, welcome to the pod. Wow, that was the best introduction I've ever had. Man, that's uh, the best. That's the best introduction anyone's gotten on the show. So feel special. <laughs> wow! Holy smokes! Uh, I hope I can live up to whatever you just laid on the table for me there, Nick. That was quite impressive. And uh, Tanner, you know, I do got to say you've got a great voice for this, but you've got a better face like, for radio than anyone I've ever met. Uh, that's I've always been told I have a great face for radio, so. <laughs> I fit well. Eric, I honestly wish you were an All-American at Afton, but uh, can't you say know, you were. Nope. No, you know, I got a tough mountain to climb behind guys <laughs> like Marcus Golden, you know? Dude, has he signed yet with anyone? Man, why would you sign anybody right now? Just keep the money in the bank. That is true. He's got a good point. Or give it forward. Ooh. Or give it forward. Eh, it's New York, or, so we'll New York's pretty well, bad. Robert Kraft just br- brought in like what a million, one point two million masks or something like that. Uh, yeah, I saw he used the Patriots plane to fly those in. Yeah, donated some to the New England area and then to New York as well. Oh, yeah, New York is like ground zero right now, or however, whatever the expression is. I don't really remember yeah. what it is, but it sounds right to me. So I'm gonna go with that. All right. Well, the obviously this podcast we're here to bring you. Just a little bit of light in your dark days of quarantine for those of you losing your mind stuck inside. So we're here to brighten your day. So unfortunately, you're stuck with us right now. We pretty much have the backstage passes to do whatever we want right now because we're uh, the whatever employees now, right, Tanner? We are essential, yes. I got a paper at work today. Missouri just went under the uh, stay-at-home lockdown or whatever it's called officially. Yeah, I got my paper today saying I'm essential. So if I get stopped past hours or however this is going to work, I can be like, whip it out. Like, I'm, I'm essential. Ooh. I'm probably going to whip mine out tonight too. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to be doing donuts in some parking lot in the park or something and get pulled over like cops all right i got my essential pass we're good (laughs) (laughs) the problem is i'm supposed to take my name badge with me too and there's a reason i don't let that thing leave work is because i will lose it or forget it and then i won't have it at work 
So that thing's going to get lost for sure. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, well. No one needs to know my name anyways. Nick, do you want to kick us off with this first uh, whatever you want to call it? I know you don't like to call them segments, but. The Cam and Jameis segment? Uh, Well, you got one above, above it. Dude, I can't see anything right now. Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Um, July sports are getting moved. Holy shit. This is going to be a while before we have sports. Um, and then I didn't write this one. You wrote it. Our owners going to hold out till they have sellouts. Oh yeah. I, I did, did not write that. write that. I did. Yeah, I did not write that. <laughs> Dude, this is so long ago now. All right. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's a good question though. Good, good uh, fake lab so, cough Tanner. Thanks. Oh, uh, sorry, man. Um, is that the Rona? That's not the Rona. I am. Hey, I'm essential. I'm fine. Yeah, essential people uh, are immune. I don't think it works out like that. <laughs> We're immune automatically. <laughs> um, no, I think it's a good – I think they are going to wait until they have actually um, participants – not participants, but spectators. Um, especially basketball. Basketball, I can never see a basketball game or even a baseball game, really, like unless it's like the Royals or um, one of the teams that suck and has no fans, like – I don't see big market teams wanting to do, do this at all. That's because they, yeah. they get... Well, they can still make money off the TV deals. Not as much money as they used to, though. No, but you can still make some money, and you're, you'll are you be playing ball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, the fans are going to add a big atmosphere to the game. If they're broadcasting these on TV without any fans, we'll probably be able to hear everything they say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know if the players would be okay. No, I want that. Everyone's mic'd up. <laughs> you and I want that, but what about little yeah. Timmy? Put it on mute. Mute the TV. Yeah. Give Thanks. us Thanks. something. <laughs> look. Desperate times call for desperate. Look, little Timmy already got out of school, okay? He doesn't have to worry about the hardest thing in his life. We still have to go to work. Give me a HBO version of sports right now. That would yeah, be awesome. Would be you know who right? who would benefit the least amount from no fans is golf. Who? Because anytime a golfer shanks it and it hits a person, that ball is not really that bad in an area. But if it has nothing to hit, <laughs> that's going deep <laughs> in the woods. They're gonna have to take a page out of our book and just aim for some trees. Yeah, aim for the trees, obviously, or the bushes, <laughs> or the bushes. <laughs> Uh, to kind of go with your first point with the July sports getting moved, you know, is it, was it the Open? I know the British Open got moved back or canceled. Uh, what else? Was it Augusta? Help me yeah, out here. Yeah, so it's – What big golf event? The, the Players Championship maybe? I can't remember the golf I thing. I had, to, I had to restart my phone. I lost all my notifications that I've been saving up for the show. Yeah. So now I'm kind of screwed. But anyways, if they're moving back, sporting events like golf where it's already social distancing with the athletes out there like you take fans out of golf i don't think it makes that much of a difference other than like you say maybe keeping a ball in play but if that's already getting moved back football's not that far behind so that worries me that football is going to get pushed back it's supposed to be a positive podcast so i'm just saying i'm just i'm just expressing what i'm feeling right now i'm worried about it Regardless of that, we're going to keep pumping out content again at Daily Fantasy Fire at 401 Pod. Yeah. All right. So, speaking of somewhat football, um, I mean, these 
players aren't really happy with football right now, but Cam and Jameis Winston, let's go into that. Um, Neither of them have signed. There are obviously other position players, big names like Clowney, who haven't signed too, but I think a lot of people are are having their eye on these two especially. Um, I think they can still benefit a team and make playoff runs if they have these guys at quarterback. It's just what's what is it going to take for a team to take a risk on these these players i can absolutely improve a team like so we're we're to the point now where we're past we are past whether cam and Jameis will be starting next year somewhere we're to the point now it's like are they even going to be on a team and but absolutely if you had cam to any roster right now that doesn't have a franchise quarterback they're already better yeah and so i'm sorry Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're good. Uh, I, I'm a big Colts fan and I like the Phillip Rivers sign. I love it. With as good with as good of the offensive line as they have in Indy, I was hoping to see a guy like uh, Cam Newton come up there. If you could provide him some protection and keep him healthy, man, I think you're instantly a Super Bowl contender with, with that defense. Oh, for sure. I mean, just think about just think about Jameis chucking it up to TY though. TY's gotta stay healthy himself. If That's Jam- true. If Jameis That's is true. throwing the pigskin all around the field, there there's more chance of T.Y. getting hurt. So, but if if Philip Rivers is going to succeed anywhere next year, it's going to be Indy. I love that pairing. I hate Philip Rivers. Not going to lie to you, but that's a that's another day. We'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, yeah. But, hey, you know they got to sell less season tickets now because Philip Rivers can take up a whole section. That is with true. His- that is true. <laughs> um, dude. Do owners get greedy enough to where they give Rivers, you know, the 12 tickets he needs for his immediate family? Or are they like, look, Phil, like <laughs> we're only giving everyone else like three tickets. You're going to have to buy the rest of these. Yeah. Whew, that's a, he's got an offensive uh, line, two tight end split, wide receiver running back in himself. Yeah. Just in his, in his quarantine. Right now. <laughs> Do you think he has meal plans for his kids and like what position they're going to play? Like when they grow up, like, dude, you need more ice cream. You're not going to be a good lineman. If you don't eat that ice cream. <laughs> if anyone's losing their minds right now with the two, three kids they have, just imagine the pain Philip Rivers is going through. He's been stuck in that house with an entire offensive regimen for a month. Like I kind of feel yeah, for him. And this- this is a guy that you got to imagine doesn't spend a whole lot of time at home. No. You know, not not to dock him as a father or anything, but just what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. You know who know. who does not have what it takes, and he got signed, Kyle Allen. Well, he got traded. Traded, like I said. Yeah, dude, wa- I had to watch that guy a lot because I had Christian McCaffrey on my fantasy team, and seeing Kyle Allen blow he, he sucked worse than like Jameis like at least Jameis is like, whoa 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 okay I'm sorry Jameis did I'm not sorry suck. but Jameis threw a lot of really bad suck. interceptions some good not so yes Jameis's biggest fault was he was overconfident he thought he could make any throw and his or, his other biggest fault was he couldn't see so yeah I was gonna say well if you're as your vision is as bad <laughs> as his was I, you know probably screw up too you got confidence because all the chicks look hot yeah <laughs> um every everyone's a 10 at 12 yeah. or is that the same yeah. <laughs> um and then i i want to go i want to skip a player right here so pj walker um hold on i'm, I'm just picturing a shallow howl reboot but with Jameis winston <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Jameis Winston, and then what would be a good wide receiver to put out there that he mistakes for Mike Evans? Uh, Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> His left. <laughs> um, Who was the receiver that he he mistakenly threw to this year? Like trying to throw it away and checked it down to his offensive tackle. <laughs> Dude, you slim down or something? I thought you were running back. <laughs> uh, oh, man. It's hard out there after you steal crab yeah, legs. For sure. All right. So, and crab legs. PJ Walker, we think, is a poor man's cam. Do you agree with that, Eric? You know, uh, I watched him this year in the XFL. The guy's got some skill. I, I believe he went to SMU. Uh, he put up some big temple. numbers down there. It was tell okay, so the temple, yeah, he went to temple and it was the SNU game was the first game I remember seeing him play. He put up like sixty nine points on offense. Yeah. So uh, no pun intended with the number. Nice. Uh, no, but Matt Rule, the new coach, he has like nine former temple players or something like that on his roster. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. I think and maybe you know it it's between his staff and players. I don't remember the exact number, but he has accumulated several of players and staff. From his temple days. Okay, uh, that is you know good news for PJ Walker. Yeah. I don't. I mean, we're not going to see him come out and start right away, but I hope he cracks the roster. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I do too. Good. Yeah, my, that's going to be. I'm, one thing with these XFL players is going to be interesting is who doesn't make it out of camp and ends up back in the XFL. Yeah, I have a feeling uh, the Italian Rocky. stallion, St. Louis Rocky? kicker, is going to. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Russellino. <Yeah. laughs> I'm calling him the Italian. Russellino. There you go. I didn't get to go to a game. God dang it. I didn't get, get to experience uh-huh. that. Um, I think yeah, he'll sign actually real that. soon with someone. I don't I don't think he'll don't stay in the... Don't say it. All right. I won't say it. But also, for God's sakes, Brian Hoyer got another contract with the Pats. And that I don't think that fits at all. It does fit, actually. System but back. yeah. No, system no, no. We, we figured this out, too. He knows the system. He's not a systems quarterback. He just knows the system. Don't you have to know the system to be a we system We had this argument last episode, Tanner, <laughs> with Chase Daniels. <laughs> Chase Daniels not a system quarterback. He just takes the checks. No. Yep. He just knows the system, and that's why he gets paid. Oh, I had I had one more comment on P.J. Walker. Okay. And he's not, his comp is not Cam Newton. He is more like a poor man's Tyrod Taylor. Is that that makes okay. better sense? Yes, right. I think his comp is more Tyrod. All right, fair enough. All right, so Eric, this I want to I want to uh, focus this question with you. All right, all right. Let me all right I don't feel left out at all. Right, you're definitely left out. <laughs> how long and how much success do you really need to have to be a franchise QB these days? So. What I'm thinking so, is like, all right, so Cam and Jameis obviously what five six years in the league right now, and they can't get a contract. Yeah, like Matt Ryan, he had a decent start, but he never really had an outstanding start to be a franchise quarterback. I mean, Russell Wilson became a franchise quarterback the first year he was there, but just kind of explain to me and what you think. Uh, eh, he pretty much was. I wouldn't say franchise first year. It was towards the end of his rookie contract. He really became a franchise guy. So I think franchise quarterback depends more on winning than how long it takes you to do it. You know, if you take your team to the playoffs three straight years, win a couple playoff games, you're going to be called a franchise quarterback. Okay. And so, like, what, um, like, how long on a, 
a shitty team, let's say the Jets, like when that was that also I was gonna say that you know is gonna be different from team to team. A team like the Jets, who you know they've made the playoffs a couple times in the last decade, they they might have considered you know a little bit of success from Sam Darnold in the next year. They'll start calling him a franchise quarterback. Well, It'll be easy to call it. You think about Jets quarterbacks, like the last two you can think of, it was Mark Sanchez took him to back-to-back AFC championship games, not a franchise yep. quarterback. Before that, I would say their biggest franchise quarterback was Chad Pennington. Not a great quarterback. I don't know if you could call him franchise. Hey, we are Marshall, all right? Get off his back. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I say a franchise quarterback is more in the eye of the beholder. because. Absolutely. Because look at the Ravens situation. They made that run with Flacco, won a Super Bowl. They gave him the big contract. In that sense, he's a franchise quarterback. But in all honesty, he probably didn't deserve the money, and he's not a guy you're going to win multiple Super Bowls with. They just got hot at the right time. So, oh, I, I would definitely agree with that. If, um, if, you're out, if you're talking outside of the elite guys like Mahomes, you know, Rodgers, Brady, Russell Wilson, those kind of guys, then, then yeah, I think the franchise quarterback becomes eye of the beholder. I, uh, I think this franchise quarterback thing is going to be tough. It's going to be something that may become less and less of a thing uh, simply because big quarterback contracts tend to hurt the team. I mean, look at the Rams. Yeah, Jared Goff was great in those first couple of years, but the Rams, they've dug themselves quite the hole, and it's – because they spent a lot of money on the quarterback. I think, you know, Flacco going to Denver, they paid him pretty decently and kind of hurt them elsewhere too. Yeah, so, I mean, I think especially, like, with this, the next couple of years being uh, for college QB strong, I would say, I think the wide receivers are the strongest, I think, they've ever been too. And so you're just seeing more and more talent come out of college, and, yeah, they don't want to have to pay these quarterbacks what, you know, maybe they deserve. Like, I think – like I said, I think Cam and James deserve a contract, but, you know, what are they asking for? Are they worth the $17 million a year like uh, uh, Philip Rivers or whoever? Or not Philip Rivers. Who am I thinking of? Philip Rivers got like 20, didn't he? Uh, Marcus Mariota uh, for 17. That's Mariota okay, got 17, yeah. yeah. But that was over for two, two years. years. Yeah, I don't remember how much Philip uh, got. But, but You mentioned Cam right there. There's a franchise quarterback. He was the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. He was the fa- he's I think he's yeah, still Corbin the face Caffrey. of the Carolina Panthers. Honestly, him and Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. were just like the duo. I would agree. Uh Rivers signed a one year twenty five million dollar deal. So you're telling me yeah. Jameis or Cam doesn't outperform him? Yeah, that's a tough one to swallow for sure. Um I'm trying to look at it at the last like 14, 15 Super Bowls, about half of those quarterbacks have been on rookie contracts. Wow. And then one, two, three, four, five. Another five in the last seven, eight Super Bowls. I'm trying to do this really fast. So a lot of the quarterbacks not named Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, that have lost Super Bowls in the last so many years have also been on rookie contracts. So, I mean, there's there's definitely a correlation there. You can definitely build a better roster before you pay your quarterback. You look at the Seahawks prime example when Russell Wilson is on his first deal, they had the Legion of Boom. He gets paid, their defense isn't as good now. Mm-hmm. Packers, same way. Packers had some really good teams till they had to pay Rodgers. Peyton Manning was the same way. They had to put so much money in him 
and the offensive line to protect him, their defense and offensive weapons suffered. They got all the receivers through the draft. So that kind of brings me to a point that I didn't think of before. Defining a franchise quarterback, maybe a franchise quarterback is a guy who outlives his rookie contract, takes the big money, then the team gets worse around him, but they continue to succeed. Seattle's been mm-hmm. back to the playoffs. The Colts still held some success. I mean, there's some teams. That's kind of a, an interesting way to think about it, that once he gets paid and the rest of the team kind of diminishes, they continue to keep that team up and winning. And you can also make the point, uh, in, in Dak Prescott's case, a quarterback that gives you the best chance to win, but you're not putting enough around him. Because the Cowboys yeah. still aren't making the playoffs, and he is no doubt a franchise quarterback out there because their offense has been one of the best in football. And that's, you know, he got them over the hump. When Tony Romo was leaving, it kind of left a, oh, a big question. And so they weren't signing a lot of these big guys, and he continued to carry the team. Yeah, it's, yep. it's a conundrum thinking about it. I have a couple more football things just real quick. You want to jump to those? You got it, man. Go for it. All right. So the Chiefs signed Sammy Watkins, bring him back, one year, $9 million. The incentives lead up to $16 million. Uh, my point here is that is because of the coronavirus, there I think there's a good chance that teams will have limited reps with each other. Let's let's say the season starts on time. Teams will have limited chance or limited reps together. So they're not going to be as prepared when the season starts. So I think what you're seeing is teams like the Chiefs and probably the Niners and these teams that had a lot of success last year with their current roster they're going to try and bring as many of them back as possible because they'll have an advantage at the start of the year. And I know that's kind of in a bottle there because obviously if you just went to the Super Bowl or made a deep playoff run, you're trying to bring most of your roster back. But I guess my big point is that like the Chiefs and again, the Niners, those teams, they're going to have a big advantage at the start of the year. The guys are already familiar with not only each other, but with their system. Yeah, I'll put money down on uh... – um, KC San Fran Super Bowl again, for sure. Oh God, they I think they it's become a great point. Uh, mini camps are going to start getting cut. You know the uh, just the OTAs. All yeah, rookie camp is going to become jeopardy. They're, they're going to do everything they can to keep the season on track. So those are going to get cut without pushing the season back. And I mean, obviously the Chiefs are at an advantage, but uh, you know teams that. Like the Colts, for example, I know once again I'm going back to them. They're changing their quarterback. It's going to be tough, although he worked in an offensive system with Frank Reich before. That's mm-hmm. it's still all new guys. That's going to yeah. be rough. Yeah, his. I think you're going to see like with Phillip, like how's he going to get his timing down with his receiving core? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's going to be that's going to be very tough, and maybe that's another thing scaring people away from a guy like Jameis because you bring Jameis in, there's no doubt he's talented. But you don't know what you're really going to get. Are you going to get 30 turnovers again? Or are you going to get the guy – are you going to get the good side of him that had 30 touchdowns and 5,000 yards? But you're not going to know that with little little to few reps. So then you're just throwing him out there in the fire, and you're just like, oh, God, what's going to happen? Dude, he is yoked right now, though. Yeah. James? No, James. Sorry, Cam. I was wrong. Cam? I- <laughs> yeah. Hey, we've been talking about those two nonstop. It's just you're you're bound to start mixing them up. My, Have you guys seen the picture of Araldus Chapman floating around social media right yeah, now? Yeah, he's Holy got cannons. Oh my god! I have not. I need to look that up. He's got he thighs is, for arms. He's huge. 
Fair enough. You know that famous photo of Nolan Ryan with, I think it was Andres Galarraga in the headlock. Uh, dude, Chapman would just flex and his head would pop off. I mean, Is he on the roids <laughs> right now, then? Right. He's, you think he's they're testing? No, they're not testing no, anything I, right I now. Think he's, I think he's just a <laughs> how long does he, How long do you cycle I feel like steroids until you're clear? It's It's a while. I have no idea. We had a guy um, at my college where I was playing. He was he was literally doing roids, and he signed to go play at another at a four year school. It was a Division three or NAIA. I don't remember, but he was kind of fresh off his cycle, so he shaved his head when he got there because it stays in your hair longer than it stays anywhere else. So he shaved his head so it wouldn't be up there. Yeah, anymore. we have two JUCO college baseball players on the pod today, and one of them is not me. Ayo. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're here. Those were some interesting <laughs> times. Did uh, did your team uh, dabble with the roids, PEDs? Um. So I, there was one guy on my team that I knew was definitely on some juice. I don't know exactly what it was. We struggled more with guys passing Adderall around the bus on the way to a game. Mm. And um, we actually had two guys that went to rehab for their addiction. To pain oh, God. God. <laughs> were they pitchers? Um, they were both actually pitchers, yes. Well, I had a – my roommate my freshman year, he was an absolute stud pitcher. But he had, I'm not kidding you, a baggie of pills that was Adderall – painkillers you know the ibuprofens all that kind of stuff in a bag and i'm like that is not good for you and on top of all that then he would snort pre-workout before he went out there right golly and i'm not talking i'm not talking just games he did like regular season games he did this before an inner squad (laughs) one time golly is this john rock dude he was nuts but he was freaking good (laughs) he was so good F and A cotton. F and A. I bet I bet Eric baseball. You know, Eric, let's make this a segment. We will do like a Juco baseball story every time you're on. All right. We uh, both have we, several more of those. We can make that happen. So the pitching coach when I was there actually played um at Merrimack with David Freeze. So there's, oh, there's nice. interesting stories there too. Yeah, I had a uh, when we were playing Maplewoods, their first base coach went to Maplewoods when Pujols was there. Is it Woods or just Wood? I I don't care. Woods, they're the Monarchs. All right, there's some butterflies. Maplewood is the high school in St. Louis. I didn't know. And Maple Maple Woods is the community college in Kansas City where Pujols went. Just I, I have a great Pujol story to tell sometime on this podcast via this first base coach. So, again, not 100% of it's true, but he claims he played with him and claims he got his ass beat. All right. So, I'd love to tell that story sometime. We'll jump ahead now, but Maplewood's shittiest field in the whole region. Those evergreens behind the field, man. Gotta it's bad. They have a hill in right field. Like the fence sits on top of the hill. It's terrible. Eric, is it worse than Aptons? All right. <laughs> no, it's not worse than Aptons. But you got to remember, we went to 
where we went to high school, all right? This is a community <laughs> college where Albert Pujols, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, went. You, you can't have a field like that after a guy like there. Oh, like that goes it's, it was so bad. Apparently, he tried to donate a bunch of money to them, to the baseball program, and the school said if you donate, whatever you donate is getting split up evenly between all, all athletic programs. And he was like, I didn't play all athletic programs. I played baseball. And so he pulled the donation. I don't blame him. I don't either. All right, Taryn, get to your last football. All we right. got way off track there, but it's all right. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm best at. All right, last thing. The Cowboys signed Alden Smith, former Mizzou Tiger, who is in former uh, name of penitentiary. He's probably there. <laughs> he's still <laughs> – He's still <Jesus>. – <laughs> <laughs> he comes to the, the training he's, camp in an orange suit. <laughs> he's like uh, Charlie Sheen yeah. in Major League. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, he's still not even re- re- officially reinstated by the league, but he got a contract before the Cowboys gave Dak one, who is their franchise quarterback. I have it written: franchise quarterback. Is he the E word? Okay, good. No, you're learning. But finally. his numbers, their offense the last three years, or maybe just the last two, their offense since they got Amari Cooper, I believe, has been the number one in the NFL. They've been is good, no, the man. number, the number one and number three in most offensive categories. I saw the tweet today. I don't remember what the exact stats were, but they have been one of the best in all of the NFL since they got Cooper. But they won't pay Dak. I don't no. understand it. It just seems like a pissing contest with him, doesn't it? Like, it's just like, I don't know, like, whose dick's bigger almost? And Jerry Jones and Dak are just. Well, it's not, it's not, it's not Jerry Jones. He is a GM. He's not. No, I meant dick's bigger. It's not Jerry. (laughs) I was like, wait, yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. How do you know, man? He could have gotten like a dick implant or something with all the money he has. <laughs> that oil money, man, yes, it's it serious. No, oh, it pays. Hey, what are you drinking, buddy? Story. Dude, mine is so much better than yours. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, That's that was terrible. I do mine all fair because I want to give Nick a chance. That was a good one. All right, let's jump over to a, another draft. We did this on the last episode with Matt on. We got Eric on, so let's do another draft. Since it was just April Fool's, we're going to do an April Fool's theme draft. Four rounds okay, of players whose careers looked promising, but they were really just a flash in the pan. So someone who looked had that one, maybe two good years, and then poof, their career was just gone, vanished. Okay, Their career was an April Fool's. So, uh, who wants to go first? Wait, I'll we go have first. To... All right, we have to next, do what? Next time we do a draft, I get to go first. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we, I know Eric... none of you will have this guy though. I'll go last. I'll go ahead and let Tanner step in second. I know you kind of got passed over on the last one too, on the last episode. No, I had to go second last episode. Oh, you want the snake pick? You want double? Yeah. Pick. Give me All the right, swing well. picks. I'll go second then. That's fine. All right. All right. My All right. first one is Freddie Adu. Supposed to be the most talented USA soccer player. Signed a professional deal when he's like 14 years old. Wait, 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 wait. He's not playing anymore? No. 
I just assumed that he was still like <laughs> part of U.S. soccer. It's that's how you didn't spell right either. I don't know how to spell. That. <laughs> I don't think there's an A at the end. First of all, and there's I only one D. <laughs> how about that? It's an A. I put I, an A at the end. I think it's maybe no. There's no A at the end. It's just A D U. Are you sure? I um, thought it like I thought I'm it had a lot sure. of letters in it. Freddie, yeah. uh, it is all right. I do. Oh, married. Yeah. What it dog? All right. Wait a second. Are you, where, oh, are you guys looking at some list Eric. here? Or are we just pulling oh, two things out of the sky? I made a out list. Sky. Okay. Because oh. uh, you were talking about how you spelled Freddie Adu, and I was like, I didn't remember seeing his name anywhere. <laughs> Did you have a list, Eric? I have a list of my own. All right, go on. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. Okay. You got to press. We're on the same page here, then. I'm just making sure. Can't have any, you know, Houston Astros edges going on. You guys know what's coming. Ooh. I know. There you go, Eric. There you go. Kill him. All right, so I've got the number two pick, right? right? Yes. Um, I'm going to go with uh, RG3. Oh, nice. That is a good one. That is a good one. I hate that it was mostly injury-driven, but, I mean, he was one of the most hyped guys around and got him to the playoffs his first year. Uh, You know, he was kind of screwed there on uh, that Play where they sent him back out that I'll probably never want to see the replay of again. Mm. Um, but then it, it kind of—I uh, I used the picture of that of like the knee like fully bent the wrong way and everything. Use that in a, as a in a uh, presentation in in college. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice! Yeah, got quite the reaction from the class. I would imagine, if, especially <clears throat> if this wasn't a medical class. Oh yeah, uh, no. Definitely not. I don't take any. It was probably like a low-level sports management class. <laughs> I think. I think it was actually public speaking at Mac. Okay. There you go. Yeah. All right. I got two picks. Oh, they're going to be some good ones. I'm going to go with a pair of NFLers. Give me Eddie Lacy first, because you know I got to put a Packer in there, and then. This second one, tell me if he qualifies because he's still in the league, but let's be honest, kind of a flash in the pan. But Josh Gordon. I would agree with that. Mm, that's too young, man. Too young. You think? Yeah. Because I have a backup if you don't want to put him in. What? He's but, like 28 years old. He led the league in receiving. He was what? And all then, pro, yeah. Yeah. Poo. Oh, he wait. Looked- I was thinking Hayward. <laughs> I was thinking an NBA player. I'm sorry, man. Uh, um. No, Josh Gordon led the league in receiving with 14 games where Calvin Johnson in his prime had a full season and still had more yards than him with three different quarterbacks, one being Jason Campbell. His best quarterback that year was Brian or was uh, Brian Hoyer. And then, yeah, then he's just gone because he can't stay healthy. If if not, I have a backup. Go back up. Nick? You want me to go oh, back up? That's tough. He is, he's a tough judge. Tough judge. All right, my other one is Trent Richardson. Ah, that was my next pick. Ah, uh, see, blame Nick. Blame Nick. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> he is 28 years old, though. I was right. Holy cow. 28? Josh nice. Gordon, yeah. I, I guess you're right. He still has a chance to bounce back. But, like, his bounce back is going to be, what, Reggie Wayne with Andrew Luck kind of bounce back? Like, could still have some really good years, but, you, you know, he's kind Nicki of becoming Minaj the song? old bit. Who? Oh, wait, no, it's a Drake, isn't it? What? 
it's something about like slapping the ass and the bounce back or something. Oh, my I knew it was real. I don't know how you got back. that, Nick, but what's Melissa doing Nicholas. while you're recording this? Yeah, she's watching TV. <laughs> Nicholas, someone needs to keep you in line. All right, anyways, Eric, you All right. pick. <laughs> All right, so this one's kind of a throwback. I, I think it applies, but I'm going to go Rick Ankeel. Oh, I had him on the list. That is a good I, one. I, I put I put Rick Ankeel in parentheses pitcher. I, you could almost <laughs> do it both ways. He was such uh, a hyped pitcher, you know, rookie of the year candidate, uh, starting games in the playoffs. And then his comeback, it, it eventually became so hyped as a player, you thought, well, maybe this guy's going to uh, be a three-hole hitter. I don't. I don't know if anyone ever had high expectations for him as a hitter, like that kind of high expectations. I think they were just kind of like, "You're going to get what you get." Yeah, it's my, definitely. I, mean, I guess here in St. Louis, everybody was just so far in love with well, Rick Ankiel and his comeback that it... if, if there's one thing we know about St. Louis fans, they're not shy to jump the gun on things. Yes, that is 100 percent the truth. But I mean, that's true about every fan base, but. All right, so my next one is kind of up in the air, too, and I'll let you guys be the judge. But mine's actually Bo Jackson as a football player. I, I had that on my okay. list as well. I would agree. Bo knows, and I'm just, you know, I watched his 30 for 30 again today. Well, hold on. I don't think he qualifies here because was he really a flash in the pan? He had four years. This was kind of a one or two yeah, year thing. Yeah, but his prime was, he was still in his prime, and he just got injured and can't play football anymore, so... His yeah, but that's too early. That's kind of different. All right, well, I said uh, I'll let you, let you be the judge. I don't think Bo Jackson, because he was like the greatest athlete of all time, in my opinion. I don't think he really fits on this. All right, but with your description, whose career looked promising, which his career really did, but was really just a flash in the pan, what does a flash in yeah, the pan really mean to you? Not four years. All right, all right. I'd say two tops playing like at a high level. Like Eddie Lacy's probably on the very edge of qualifying for this because he had two nice years. No, he really only had one good year with Green Bay. If you have more than two good years, I don't really think you're a flash in the pan anymore. I mean, all right, if you say so. All right, uh, my next one then. I got to go down the list now that you guys have ruined it. Uh, hey, you took one from me, bud. I'm going to go another Cardinal then, uh, Kobe Rasmus. Ooh, that's, that's cool. not a bad one at all. Yeah. I went to a double A game in Springfield when he was there. And I mean, everyone just like, this is the next Jimmy Edmonds, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he signed a bunch, like, all my guy. I went with like my 13 year old baseball team. Yeah. And they were all buying like Kobe Rasmus, Springfield Cardinal jerseys and stuff. And yeah, I mean, the hype around him coming up was like, it was insane. It was almost Harper-esque whenever he yeah. was coming up for the Cardinals. Yeah, he was a big deal. Uh, you know, Although he never directly helped us win a World Series, I'll bounce back to well, your guys' podcast before. You know, we traded him for Edwin Jackson, Octavio Dotel, won a World Series. Yeah. We wouldn't have won the World Series without Kobe Rasmus because we got Octavio Dotel and Sepchinski. And Sepchinski was good. I probably don't give Edwin Jackson enough credit for that one. Yeah, he had some big moments. All right, Nick, you got another one. Uh, that was just, that was your second, right? Yeah, so it's Snake and um... – Yeah, you get a third one because the Bo Jackson didn't oh, count. Oh, gotcha. 
That's right. I want to go another soccer player, but I don't. I think I want to go basketball. Now, Do whatever say... you want. Whatever your heart desires. All right. This isn't my pick, but would you consider it like J.J. Redick, who was probably supposed to be like one of the I... best shooters known mankind? I thought about him today when I thought about this segment. I don't think so because he's been on. He's been a contributor to so many teams. Yeah, then it's uh, Greg Odom. Odin. Odom. Yeah. Odin. Odom. Odom, right? Yeah, yeah Odin was, you know, uh, Thor and all them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that their dad? Yeah, I think so. It's it's Odin. <laughs> right, right. It's so okay. Greg Odom, not Odin. Gotcha. We're on the same page. No, it's, it is Greg Odin. Oh, it is. We were wrong. Yeah. Oh. See, what happens on this podcast <laughs> is I – if we're off air, I am 100% on people's names, stats, whatever. If we get on air and then Nick questions me on anything, I completely just shut down. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I question myself more than anything, but it just turns out Easy. that I'm kind of questioning you. Oh, that was Bo's first moment of the podcast. He jumped up so fast, he almost knocked I the like table. I like my list, though. I think it's a good one. It's good so far. Yeah. Good so far. You got one more pick. All right, Eric, go ahead with your third pick. I'm going to switch it over. Um, well, I guess not really since he went with Greg Oden from basketball. I'm going to go Jeremy Lin. Ooh, oh, yeah. I had him as well. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page here. That Lin thing was such a big deal. And I couldn't – what, did he play for the Houston Rockets now, I think? I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't tell you. It's it was no, a whole no idea. race. I mean, you have a run like that in a New York – for our for a New York team, that's insane, and you know that's it. I, I, that was it. I just realized I only have one name left. I don't have a fourth name now. You're gonna have to come <laughs> off, but come, Jesus, off top of your oh, head. Oh boy! All right, I will try and drag out um, my next pick. All right, he was. I'm now just looking up the biggest busts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, that's a good one. I kind of like that. Oh, no, I found it. I found it. I got my fourth pick. All right, my third pick, though, who I had actually written down, kind of follows Nick's team here, former Cardinals, Bo Hart. Oh, man. Dude, how dare you? <laughs> had one of the greatest second halves in MLB history when he got called up and then just gone. Never heard from him again. I hate you, Tanner. You're welcome, buddy. All right, is it you again? It is me again. All right, we'll pick and, someone, man. All right, I got my last pick. It's going to be Kevin White. Oh, yeah. Who's that again? White receiver <laughs> from West Virginia, drafted by the Bears. Fair enough. Number, all right. Number seven overall, they took him. And he is he even a Bear anymore? I don't think so. He never made it. Like they kept him for his entire rookie contract, and he just he just never made it. So yeah, seventh overall. That's pretty bad. Not gonna lie to you. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen games through four years. I think this article is a year old, but oh, he's signed with the Arizona Cardinals. Wow! If he can get back to his potential, that's quite the receiving core. Yeah, twenty. It was uh, going into last year he signed with the Cardinals. Okay, so who knows now? 
Yeah, seventh overall. I just had to throw a little shade at the Bears. Dub Bears. Is that uh, Bears? God, I love their draft picks. Sometimes they traded up to two to get Mitchell. Then they take Kevin White at seven overall. Their first round picks. They actually that's a good plan by them because they're so bad at first round picks. They just trade them all away. It's not a bad plan. It's not a bad plan. All right, Eric, your last pick. So this one I'm going to kind of shift towards a fantasy football standpoint, and I'm going to go with like it. Eifert. Oh, that's a good oh, one. Oh, well, yeah, Gosh, fuck him. I, I picked him up his rookie year, and he had Gronk numbers, and everyone was comparing him size-wise. He had the elbow brace. It's the next Rob Gronkowski. So I think I took him in like the fourth or fifth round the next year in fantasy football, and that got me good. Oh, man. I Him and was, Jimmy Graham are like the same. Man, I paired two players together for several years in fantasy because I hit on them both like right the same year. I had Derek Carr and Tyler Eifert late. And they <laughs> Derek were both, Carr's on my list too. <laughs> yeah, they were both so amazing that year. And then for the next like two, three years, I just like – had this bond with them. I was like, you're my boys. I'm going to try and keep you on my team. And it just never worked out. Uh, it's unfortunate because they both showed some serious potential early on. Mm-hmm. Eifert, man. I mean, he can't even get through training camp without getting hurt. No, he has got that injury bug. You know, I feel like he needs to be the guy that goes up against Gronk in WrestleMania and loses because he's bound to get hurt. <laughs> No, he would, like, get hurt getting into the ring, and then the match is off. <laughs> That's a steep <laughs> slope they have to walk down. He'll definitely fall and trip his <laughs> – sprain his ankle or something. All right, Eric, you're – or, no, Nick, your yeah. last pick. That all right, a- my last one is another St. Louis guy, and I hope all you guys agree, Jake Allen. Yeah, I, I could see that. He was the guy. Uh, all right. I mean, I kind of get it. If – if he wouldn't have been such a big part of the Stanley Cup run, I would have been like, yeah, for sure. But he was a key contributor to the Stanley Cup championship run. Yeah, fuck him. He's not a good starter, though. <laughs> he has become a really good backup. Yeah. All right, guys, I want to tell you something in store before we get into our segments, all right? Uh, can I just say one more thing about this, about the draft real quick? What what is it? Better be good. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna put these on Twitter at 401 Pod. Okay, you guys vote and see who has the best one. I never looked and seen who had the who won the voting of the last one. Let me look that up just real quick. Tanner, you were way in the lead. I was. Yeah, with your uh, Cardinal lineup or your pitcher. Oh, lineup. I was. I did. I won 65 percent of the vote. Suck it, Nick. Suck it, Matt. That just means that. None of my friends voted on me, all right? Well, Nick, this I voted is, yeah. it was for Tanner. Ah, it's a non-biased lineup. I had the best one. It was Woody Williams won it for me and Joe Kelly. It was the my three fives won it for me. It was Chris Carpenter that won it for you. Yeah, let's be honest. I got the best one. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to do this again. We'll put this back on the podcast uh, under uh, at 401pod with a poll. We'll see who wins this one for the April Fool's Flash in the pan draft, whatever I'm going to call it on there. Um, Eric, where can they find you on Twitter? Because I think this time I'm going to put everyone's Twitter handles on there. I'm at Hagerbaum underscore 21. That's H-E-G-G-E-R bomb like Jaegerbaum, but Hagerbaum underscore 21. 
Give him a follow, and then again, find us at 401pod, where we will be posting this and see who gets the most votes for the best all-bus team, basically, your most potential team that failed. All right, Nick, go ahead. So, driving along, me and Melissa in the car. On the road was this guy, scootering. I haven't seen a scooter on the road in like 15 years, probably, all right? This dude busts out a 360 on a scooter, lands it perfect. It was flawless. And I just tip my cap to the man. (laughs) Because, number one, no one rides scooter anymore. Number two, it was impressive, not going to lie. Because anyone else who would have tried that would have nailed their shin on the scooter and then quit it for life because it hurt so bad. This dude's ballsy, just going down the road on a scooter. You're talking like a just uh, like push yourself razor, scooter, razor scooter. Yeah, razor scooter. Oh. Sorry, guys, I just called them scooters. Well, when you I, when I think of a scooter now, I think of the motorized scooters, lime and all those bird. Yeah. All right, razor scooter guys. All right, he was just like driving down the sidewalk, like just pushing himself down the sidewalk, or what? Yeah, it was the most amazing thing I, I think I've ever seen. Honestly, nice, nice. Also, I got my first elbow bump for the quarantine. <laughs> no shaking hands anymore, guys. Elbow bump. I've been. Uh... It was. It, it came like it was natural too. It wasn't forced at all, and it was awesome. I might, I might just go to them. Fist bumps are no more. I like. It's gonna be all elbow. Honestly, bumps. like. All like direct hand contact might be obsolete once this whole thing blows over. No more handshakes, no more like you know, dap ups, whatever. Direct hand contact might be over. Yeah, just like this podcast. The uh the only reason the only reason we're going good right now is because there's no sports. On. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Elbow bump is my preferred method of departure after you know sexual contact. I'm there out. you go. Elbows. I'm out. <laughs> Your weenus. You'd be like, I'm out with my weenus. Just hit him with it, you know, real quick. (laughs) All right, let's go into our segment, Tanner. Kick it off. All right, let's see who's flying high. You have no idea how high I can fly. I am a peacock. You got to let me fly. Eric, you got one? I do. I'm going to start us off, and this one may be a little different than you guys were thinking. Believe it or not, I'm going to say the St. Louis Cardinals are flying high. And that's simply because they didn't sign or trade for any big-name players. And my concern is that if this season doesn't happen, you're going to lose a year of service time with these players. So the Nolan Arenado deal is pretty tough. If we had lost a year of service time, then we've got one year to prove it to him before he can opt out. That's really good. That's a good one. That's a really good thought at that, actually. (laughs) That is a good one. Because, like, you think of the um, the free agents for hockey. Like, uh, what's his face uh, that went to Arizona? Yeah, that guy. Um, Phil Kessel. No. Uh, right. He got traded over. I can't remember right now. Tyler. Tyler Taylor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. They may never, heck, see him play for him. More, I mean, more yeah. anymore, I should say. Hey, look. Uh, the one that really got me thinking about this was Mookie Betts. The Dodgers could have traded some very highly touted prospects and never see Mookie Betts play a single game mm. in a Dodgers uniform, and he's become the free agent. Uh, I think yeah. the way that the 
uh, MLB talks been going, we're going to have a baseball season. I think so, too. I hope so. I don't know what I'm going to yeah. do for the rest of the summer if we don't. Uh, but the potential of it there is enough to scare me. Mm-hmm. You're losing. You're going to lose easily two months at least of the baseball season, right? Because you were saying July was kind of like the date. Um, but it depends about fans, if they're not going to have fans or not. So, yeah. So in that deal that the MLB Players Association and the owners just voted on and ratified, I'm pretty sure that the Players Association pushed uh, them to sign it, saying that they won't play in front of or in stadiums that don't have fans in them. Oh, really? That's the last I had read. That was what was holding it up, is that the players wanted to make an agreement that without fans, we're not playing. And um, they did sign the deal, so I assume that that's still in there. All right, so that's three months now. So now we are, like, late July. And what, that makes it maybe maybe 100 games? Maybe not 100? I, I don't even want to think about it, because it depends on how many they're going to do double headers. When are they willing to start the playoffs? Well, the only double headers you have to do are in division, right? No, they could do double headers like all. They could wrap a series up in two days, play one yeah, double header, series, double double, or and then the three game series would be one double header and then one, you know, one game, and then you go on to the next one. So yeah, there's a chance they could wrap up every series in two days. And then that's a lot of baseball. That man. is a lot of baseball, but apparently the players are wanting it. They just want to play. Did you guys see what yeah. Scott Boris proposed? You can tell he's busy trying to get guys signed. Um, yeah. He wanted a season where they started, played the full season, and then have game six of the World Series played on Christmas Day. Wow. <laughs> oh, that the NBA would be pissed. That right. would be a dream for me. <laughs> like I'm not even going to see my family on Christmas Day because I'm just going to be sitting there watching Game Six of the World Series. It's going to be Cardinals yeah. versus Yankees. We already know. Is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, probably not. But I'm being wishful. Is that is that if we trade for Arenado? If we trade for Arenado and Alex Reyes is healthy, what what comes Ooh. first? The MLB trade deadline or the MLB opening day? That's kind of where we're at right now. The existing trade deadline and the who knows opening day. Wow. Yeah, that's a real thought. All right. Wait, was that a fly? Yeah. All right, yeah, Eric's flying high. Yeah, I was like, wait, what do we do? All right, we're doing flying high. My flying high is uh, actually the the beverage that I'm drinking right now, and that is Bud Select. I love their new cans. I don't know if you got it in Cape Girardeau. I I don't buy Bud Select. They are stylish. Well, you don't get the arch in uh, Cape Girardeau, do you? We don't have an arch. (laughs) You don't have the arch cans, I'm saying, (laughs) with the arch on the can. Why don't you drink Bud Select? I think it's the best one out of the most. I don't know. Yeah, it's brewed for the loo. I'm not man. in the loo right now, so. <laughs> Nick, I'm going to be honest with you. I live in the loo, and my go-to is Bush. is Bush. That's I know. I do like Bush Light. Melissa doesn't like Bush Light, though, so I, I have to compromise. And you know what I'm drinking right now? A Bush. Bush. Yeah, these cans have not been good Still for Bush. Still a pops. terrible. Yeah. They're yeah. Not, I don't know what the cans are. I, I blame <laughs> Corona, man. Something's up with Bush cans. <laughs> The carbonation is just not right. I'm probably drinking some old stale beer. 
Yeah. Hey, it's better than no beer. That's that's very true. All right. All right. I have two true. who's flying highs. My first one is the AAF. That is a name that not only we haven't heard for a while, but I haven't had to struggle to pronounce for a while. Such a terrible name for the – I don't even remember what it is. The um, you know what I was American thinking? as Fuck League? Like, I don't remember what it is. I think it was the Alliance of American Football. Sure. But what <laughs> were you thinking, Nick? It's really hard to say, hey, Hager. I, I just like if you if you have to say hey and then an H name, I think it's really difficult. Like hey hey yeah the it just the hey's weird. and the a's same concept. So a, a, exactly. way too hard. They should have. That's why the league failed. They failed immediately <laughs> with the three letters for it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't pick my name, guys. Otherwise, the AAF might still be around. <laughs> but they Fair they enough. just they tweeted out today. Was it today or last night? I don't know. doesn't matter. Are you talking about – which one are you talking about? They literally just tweeted out a gif of a boat sailing. Yep, because I saw that too. You know what that is. That ship sailed. You know that saying. That's yeah. That's what they're talking about. That's what I assumed it was. But yeah. the fact was that I was still following the AAF on Twitter. So it went viral. I also still had the app. Oh. I still have the never, AAF. I never had the app. I, I – Downloaded it back then. I was excited for spring football, and I had the app, still had it. So, AF, you're flying high one last time as you sail away with on your boat, whatever. All right, my other who's flying high is the NBA Hall of Fame. They announced who's making the Hall of Fame this year. We have Timmy Duncan, Kevin Garnett, the star of the Jim's movie. Right, our hit, uh, what's, what's, uncut, uncut gems. gems, and of course the late great Kobe Bryant. What a clap! I believe man. they're all. Yeah, that's an applause-worthy clap. I believe they're all first year, aren't they? Class. Yeah. Why wouldn't they be? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think they're all first year eligible. Yeah, I think so. That's really impressive. It is true, right? That's a that's a great class. These are guys that we all grew up watching in the NBA, and now they're being inducted into the Hall of Fame. And now I feel really old. So they're all flying yeah, I, high. That Spurs run was pretty incredible. It was, and I, I, I love the Spurs. From like what ninety two to last year, they were in the playoffs every single season. I don't know, but that's really impressive. <laughs> they're. I think I, I they're like. Uh, the last time the Spurs missed the playoffs, N64 wasn't invented yet. Ooh. It was a couple. Of, it was like a year or two ago. It was, wow! I uh, the Spurs, if you didn't know this, were in the ABA league, and then yeah. they got bought. By they NBA. won. They won the. There, they were one of the top the last teams, year, right? right? Yeah. And they got merged because they decided not to let the Trent Floppics in. Trent Floppics, holy shit! Flint tropics. <laughs> Flint Holy shit! How many beers have I had? Yeah, I, I'm just I'm dyslexic. Right. Even though I didn't read that. <laughs> That's right. All right, now moving on to Idiot fourth League. place. Surprisingly, fourth not Tanner yet. So hey, I will get there if this podcast goes long enough. I'll make it. <laughs> All right, let's jump over right. to Idiot of the Week. Idiot. If I were an idiot, I'd be driving a Trans Am. 
If you were driving a Trans Am, you would be the smartest idiot in the whole world. <coughs> idiot. <coughs> You're the idiot. Nick, you want to go? Yes, my idiot and my idiot that will be that could be every week is PK Subban, biggest jack off I think in the NHL. Um, just a dirty player. I don't. I don't like him. I don't like the teams he's on. I don't either, think you so. should do that on the ice, man. What jack off? <laughs> I mean, you can do it. It's fine. They spit loogies on it all day, anyways. So, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so Tanner kind of said this might be a joke. This but is definitely I read it today a joke. And it, still, it still didn't seem like a joke this to me. This is definitely a joke. But it could have been. Even if it was a joke, he's really good at not <coughs> seeming like a joke. So, actually, he could be flying high. Um, he kind of wanted a 31-team a playoff for the NHL. Um, he said that the Devils, who were the biggest you know, letdown of the NHL season – uh, we're only 12 points away from the playoffs with 12 games left. So that it is possible for them to make it. But, um, yeah, just no. They they didn't have a shot, and he's an idiot. So he is my idiot of the week. I think Nick should be idiot of the week for thinking that wasn't a joke. Dude, he said it on the ESPN. <laughs> yeah, he's probably, he's probably was, doubling down. I think it was real. He wants to get his team to the playoffs. Dude. He's probably got a fat playoff bonus coming. He probably does. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. I think it's here, a joke. Man. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna double down. All right. All right. Eric, you wanna go? Yeah. So I'm gonna get a little more serious with mine, but with a sports related reason. So my idiot of the week is Missouri's governor, Mike Parson. He said that he's not going to be issuing a stay at home order in Missouri. Um now you said this may have changed today, so it did it could be a little outdated. No, five o'clock. Five o'clock it got issued. Well, Good, good. Well, I can't, I uh, wrote this one down yesterday. Okay. Um, he claimed that this was an individual responsibility to stay home. Well, the reason I'm bringing this in is because David Freeze replied to the tweet, because we're so responsible, right? Well, David Freeze's response got more likes than the original tweet. <laughs> David Freeze is a G, though. Yeah, but it's the governor of Missouri. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> He's talking about the current uh, situation. David Freeze. He should honestly, still honestly, if you anyone that mocks government is probably going to get the more likes. But then at the same time, when you're talking about a St. Louis hero who has not only won us a World Series but was a hometown no, hero, I wouldn't even say that, Tanner. That response just in itself. Hey, Nick, let me finish. Like I think let me David finish. Freeze is just saying a bunch of people are. Idiots. Let me finish. So. <laughs> My point being is that. David Freeze, hometown hero, St. Louis kid, won the World Series for the Cardinals. Anything he tweets in response to the governor of Missouri is going to get more likes, definitely. I don't, I I don't think that. that part's uh, really surprised. But, yeah. Uh, no, I don't either, but I still think it proves that our governor is kind of the idiot of the week. I will say that Missouri was one of 10 states left that did not have the stay-at-home order yet. So we have now – like literally forty other states had it at the time. Like we're forty plus ten. That's the right math. I I was honestly worried about it for a second, but now we we are in. We are in the stay at home. Uh, as of five o'clock today, it got announced. So 
we finally we finally decided to join. Always always better to be late than to not show up, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah, we're kind of a conservative state, if you know, if you had to put it in terms. But... Nick, let's not get political. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tanner. All right. My first idiot of the week is it it's kind of more of a bannet, but we didn't do a bannet today, so it kind of fits though. It's LeBron James and math. So LeBron said TikTok slash kids plus me equals me looking like a damn fool. Exclamation point. Five crying face emojis and three uh hand of the face emojis. But like I read this as like TikTok divided by kids because the slash means divide. So in, in reality, it's TikTok divided by kids plus himself equals me looking like a damn fool. Now, I don't know if the emojis are separate entities in this equation. Like, how are we going to... They're exponents yeah, for sure. How are we going to divide all this and uh, d- uh, multiply things out across each side of the of the equation basically he was trying to say like these two things plus this thing equals this but in reality lebron you used uh the divide mark i know this sounds kind of petty when i say it out loud but <laughs> tanner you wouldn't get this but tanner's actually a math whiz for somehow some way <laughs> He actually understands math, and I don't even understand it. Like it's baffling I, to me. Pem, PEMDAS, guys, PEMDAS. I used to, be, I used <laughs> to be good at math, and he used he used to divide, trying <laughs> to like separate two entities. Like this is you just made this a math equation. You're the one that made it the math equation, and now you're trying to divide your kids and TikTok plus yourself. I I I was trying to figure out the equation earlier today. I couldn't do it. I I don't know. Well, Tanya, you officially put all of our listeners to sleep, so thank you. Go on to your next one. My next one, if you're still awake, is the NCAA because I am still not ranked on College Hoops 2K7. Did they shut down the servers yet on that one? Oh, yeah. I think they – the hardware is a little off on that. Oh, <laughs> I haven't I haven't tried to play online. I'm doing a legacy. I got Coach Dickie Nutt at Northern Colorado. We are 17 and 0. We're the top scoring team in the country and we're still not ranked. Not even in the mid-major poll. Not even in the mid-major poll. I beat the number 7 team in the country by like 25 points. They're my largest victory of the year. And I'm still not ranked. So I'm kind of pissed. Dude, what do you have that game on easy right no, now? No, I have it on uh the next one up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one, Tanner. Let's go into our movie slash show recommendations, and let's uh, send the people home. Well, they're already home. I shouldn't say that. Let's send the people. <laughs> let's give the people. Let's some, give the people something yeah. to watch while they're. Let's send them to their while they're home. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go first because I think this is kind of off. Actually, okay. I've been watching Wicked Tuna. Tuna. Oh yeah. 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 Great show. Honestly, I don't know, like. There's certain shows like Fast and Loud, Wicked Tuna, and maybe like The Office that I can literally just put on for like hours and hours for some reason. Don't know why. 
but I scale how many uh scale of one to ten, how many tunas do you give it? Ooh, I give it like uh give it like a seven. Ooh, that's out of five. Really nice. You said one out of yeah, ten. Yeah, one right? out of ten. Or one out of five. Yeah, no. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Man. When you rate a movie, when Dude, you rate a movie, you make the scale. Do they make like I think they can make up to like twelve thousand dollars on one tuna. That that, that is ridiculous. Right. It's That's yeah, it depends on like the weight and the quality of There's the, no way the tuna, tuna is that yeah. profitable. What is, is it a moby dick if tuna like how big is if it's tuna? 500 pounds and you get like 20 pounds per that like 20 20 dollars a pound thing knock yeah, over the boat just moby dick tuna out there dude these boats are big man you haven't even been on a boat. i've been on a boat i've never been on one of those boats i've never been on one i've been on a boat though I caught the right. in a can one time. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of the same. Yeah, that was like the that's like the two dollar a pound tuna. <laughs> that's the bad tuna. Huh? Where do I go yeah. get the good tuna? I actually have no. Where idea. the hell's twelve like thousand dollars? Did you say twelve hundred or twelve thousand? Twelve thousand. There's no way I can see twelve hundred. Dude, I'll look it up. Post it on the four hundred one. A picture of like the most expensive tuna. Do it. Bought. I gotta look it up though, which is an unfortunate part because I'm terrible at looking. You up really things, are. But... All right, Tanner, what's your mine? Yours? Is once upon a time in Hollywood. So everyone knows I'm really bad at canceling subscriptions. We've talked about this three times now on the podcast, and I've yet to cancel any of the subscriptions we've talked about. So I just had to pay thirty bucks in subscriptions I don't use. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Anyways, one of them finally paid off. I'm a big Quentin Tarantino fan. His new movie, I have yet to get to watch, despite me like really wanting to see it. It just came on Stars. I added the Stars package to my Hulu because I really wanted to watch like Smoke and Aces. I think forgot to delete it after <laughs> I forgot to delete it after my free trial. I'm now paying for Stars on Hulu. It paid off. Once upon a time in Hollywood is now on there. I've been so excited to watch this movie. And it lived up to everything. Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Uh, right. yep. um, wait, play All this right. game. It's uh, out of how many stunt doubles do you no, rate? No, it? it's out of oh, I for, I I had the rating earlier. Oh, how many flamethrowers? You have to watch the movie to get the reference. But out of how many flamethrowers is it? And I give it a nine out of one out of five. Let's do nine one out, out of, of ten. Four and a half out of five. <laughs> All right, Eric. Send the people to their peaceful living rooms. All right, guys. So I'm a big comedy fan. Uh, I've done a little bit of comedy myself. We're probably not going to talk about that. Uh, anyway. No, you uh, should promote yourself for your thing. Yeah, promote yourself. So I did my first stand-up comedy last week. It was sit-down comedy is what I called it. That was uh, on Facebook Live. See, even that's clever. Uh, Unfortunately, you're not able to view it anymore because it got cut off of Facebook because my intro song was licensed music. Uh, I need to take that into account. Uh, and Facebook hates me. Yeah, that's uh, why. We, that's all right. That's why we don't post our podcast directly to Facebook. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know it's all right. We're gonna come back. We're gonna come back strong with something else. I will go ahead and promote it. So it's gonna be the Eric Show and Friends. Um, if you've seen. 
Uh, whose lines in any way? We're gonna play oh. some crowd some entertainment uh we're gonna take comments from viewers um to fill out our cards that we're pulling out of the hat the categories things like that uh just really trying to get viewers engaged not quite sure when that one's gonna air yet um we're trying to add some more people uh, we'll kind of play it by ear but anyway back to comedy so on netflix a netflix original stand-up came out from pete davidson now Pete Davidson is known for oh. his time on SNL. He's still on there. However, my stand-up, the stand-up show is not my recommendation. My recommendation is Big Time Adolescence. It's a Hulu original starring Pete Davidson. It's great. What's it about? I'll... So Pete Davidson, uh, kind of sum it up, is dating this girl. She has a younger brother. They kind of all hang out. The girl and Pete Davidson break up. Oh, uh, was she like a famous boy. singer? Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Like, not quite. It's basically that the younger kid keeps hanging out with Pete, and uh, Pete kind of guides him through his high school life. Uh, I'll leave the rest up to the viewers. It's I've watched it twice in the last week. If that tells you anything. All right, Eric. Out of how many pedophiles do you rate this? <laughs> Um, I will give it a Michael Devlin out of 10. <laughs> All right, people, go watch it. It sounds Wait, funny. Again? Um, What's up? It's called Big Time Adolescence. It's on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. There you go. So to sum it up, Once, time, once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, what was yours called again? <laughs> Big Time Adolescence. Wicked Tuna, big, big oh, tuna, Wicked Tuna, and Big Time Adelaide. <laughs> great, terrible, great ending to the show. Fantastic, Eric. Thanks so much for coming on, man. This was thank this you, was man. A great Next time, can we not do this on a Friday night? Maybe we'll all be a little bit more. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is. Better with our words. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like a daily thing. For yeah. Me, so I don't know what I you know. expect out of me. It don't matter what day of the week it is we're gonna struggle <laughs> you'll get me on a bad day no matter what every day is friday when you got the rona oh i that is true yeah all right you edit that part let's get out of here nope. I gotta every, get more drink everything stays at the end of the show thanks everyone for stopping by the 401 <laughs> episode 27 i hope you guys enjoyed this was a good ass show i'm glad you guys stuck around to the end if you did stick around the inch we do another giveaway nick yeah, because no one did yours. Did no, they? the last one's canceled. Edwin Jackson was the code for the last yeah, one. Yeah, it's canceled now because we did another show. No one sent it. So thanks, to everyone, for sticking around to the end of shows. Uh, I will send a $10, crisp $10 bill through Venmo to anyone who tweets us what? Scissors. Scissors. <laughs> I'll up the ante. So I'm sitting here. I've been drinking my beer out of a Barstool Sports mm. A uh, 16 ounce pint glass in hopes that you guys will one day be on Barstool Sports or maybe better oh. your own thing. I will. Uh, I will so sell I, out. I'm not scared. I'll sell out. <laughs> I've got a four pack of these. Um, I'm gonna keep three for myself. But to whoever retweets whatever you guys decide, I'll send you a Barstool Sports glass. Ooh. So you have to, wow. You have to tweet us scissors. Scissors. That's what we're going with. Scissors. Did you? Is there scissors yeah. near you, Nick? 
I spy scissors. I okay. <laughs> I was looking at all the movies in front of me, trying to pick out a title for this. Want to go with the movie? No, scissors. we are. It's too late. All right. First person to tweet us scissors gets ten dollars of my own money and a barstool glass by Eric Hager. I'll autograph it. It'll probably increase the value, but I'll do it. They may not want it now. No. Yeah. On the outside, not the inside. Ah, okay. All right. All right. But uh, thanks, everyone, for stopping by the 401. It's been a good time. This was a good episode. Can't wait to have you back on, Eric. We'll get you back on soon. This was a good one. Um, do you need a – did you say your Facebook? Do you want them to go check out your, like, your sit-down stand-up? No, yeah, no, it's all right. Um, it got deleted by Facebook. It was out of my control. You said you're going to do another one, though, didn't you? Um, we'll make another one. Um, my, I believe my Instagram is the same as my Twitter. It's at Hagerbomb underscore 21. Um, I'm going to get the next one out on Instagram because they're not as much of uh, commie bastards as Facebook. <laughs> well, like there it. you go. I hate communists. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me. Oh, really nice. it was a good time. I'm really enjoying these guests, Nick. We should have some more. Yeah. We'll just maybe... All right, let's get going. I All right, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right, thanks. See you thanks, later. everyone, for stopping by the 401. It was a good time. We will see you Monday. Deep in the rango, at the crib one falls in the mango. I bought my mama.